I already missed the air conditioner, even though it wasn't doing jack shit. <clears throat> it wasn't doing anything. There was something about the noise that made me feel like one day, one day it'll work, you know? I feel like hearing the breeze and the leaves and the birds is kind of giving me the sort of idea of being not cold. <laughs> yikes. All right. Oh, yikes in the yard. Yikes in the bedroom. Let me listen back to this and make sure that I'm using the, the correct fucking microphone. Oh, it's true. I should probably Jimmy do the same. Cricket. Hey there. Welcome to the Wonder Binge Podcast. Thank you. <laughs> Let's talk about some shit, you know? Hey, so how are you? It's very hot in my attic. Oh my god, it's sweltering. We were like, hey, you know what would be great? The highest point in Maria's house. We'll survive. Hey, how's it going? How are you doing today? I'm hella frustrated. You know this because I was... I was trying to make so much shit work this morning and it just wasn't working for me. I won't go into details because the listeners don't need to know about this, but like, I'm just fucking frustrated. Let's start (laughs) not starting every episode complaining about our day. You know, that's probably a good idea. What if we did that? Hi guys, welcome to WanderBinge. So you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at WanderBingePod. You can email us at WanderBingePod at gmail.com. Why are you saying WanderBinge like, like you Wander? You're saying WanderBinge with an A. Yeah, WanderBinge Podcast. No, it's WanderBinge. Have you been saying, what are, what are you saying? WanderBinge. We're wondering. Not what? Wander. You're saying it <laughs> Jen, with an A. Are you for real right now? Don't fucking gaslight me. Are you me. serious? Don't fucking gaslight me. Don't do this to me. There's an O in wonder. O? Wander binge. Wonder. Wander binge podcast. You know what? Orange, orange. (laughs) (laughs) You can have it. You can have it. I'm too hot to argue with you. Do me a favor. Uh, Take out your phone. You're going to make me fucking Alexa this? No, not Alexa. Take out your phone. Go to wander binge pod on Instagram and watch our story. Watch our story? Why don't I know about this? Watch our story, Jen. What the heck is going on? All right, here we go. No, not our highlights. I just tap. <laughs> I did that. It's not fucking there, bro. Oh no, has twenty four hours passed? Maybe it's gone. Well, if the twenty four hours has passed, uh, I you I can't help you. Oh, no. You can't help me. Damn, the time has passed. Yeah, there's no there's there's no story there. I'm not stupid. Man, I should have saved it. Um, okay. I I posted yesterday and I was like, hey guys, Jenna never watches what I post on here, so we're recording tomorrow, true. and I kind of want to fuck with her. So tell me <gasps> what to do to fuck with her. <laughs> And they said, wander binge? They told you no, to gaslight some, me. Someone said to call Charlie by the wrong name all day and see if you noticed. And I was like, there's no way that you wouldn't. So I just decided to <laughs> to fuck with the name of our podcast. This is wonder binge, you guys. <laughs> uh, you know what? I've been fucked with enough on the internet, okay? <laughs> you know, it's it's kind of a sore point in my soul. <laughs> sorry. It was just, it was like a bunch of people saw it. So I had to do something. Honestly, no, that's really funny. That's pretty funny. Try, you know what? Try again later. Okay. Welcome to wander binge. Stop it! <laughs> I hate you. Welcome to Wonder Binge Podcast. I'm, I'm your host, Jenna. Your host, Maria. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think the heat's getting to it's us. It's so hot up here. My thighs oh my are slippery. Goodness. I am Maria. Hello. I'm Jenna. Hello. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> it's fucking going. It's you going. are going to tell me a story today. I am going to tell you. I'm going to tell you something interesting. And also... I think you might be like, Maria, hop off my game, because this is some um, parapsychology stuff. Oh, I love parapsychology stuff. I know. Stuff. I feel like you're going to have a lot to say about this. I have all of the thoughts about psychology, right. except also none at all. Exactly. 
<laughs> Perfect. That's that's what it means to be a psychologist. <laughs> I have too many thoughts and not at and all. And also none at all. <laughs> <laughs> There's no middle ground. There's zero middle ground. Okay. I'm just going to dive in. All right. Because I think we're going to have some conversation. I got my floaties on. And if we don't, oh well. <laughs> okay. The okay, short ready? episode. So let me take a sip of coffee from my new Starbucks thermos. It's Isn't very it so cute. Pretty? Yeah. I literally, every Starbucks in our vicinity, I don't know what's going on with Starbucks. All of them don't have blackberries right now. Huh. And I always get the violet drink, mm-hmm. which they put blackberries in. So I can get it without the blackberries. It just won't be colored, which is fine. But because they're out of blackberries, you can't mobile order it on their oh. app. They just straight up say, we don't have violet drink. And so I had to like go into Starbucks the other day and I was like, hi, you have Violet Drink. You just don't have the blackberries, right? And the guy was like, yes, exactly that. How did you know? And I was like, I've tried to get a a Violet Drink like three days in a row. And each time, every single Starbucks I've been to has been like, we're out of blackberries. And I'm like, that's totally fine. (laughs) I have Um, the distinct feeling that like a Starbucks Mack truck has crashed somewhere or something. Oh no, I hate that. I I hate that for everyone I don't know why, but that was the first thing that came to mind. That's awful. It is awful. Um, but so I had to go inside and then as I was waiting for my drink, I like glanced over at their retail shelf and I was like, oh my God, it's a beautiful like sage green like thermos. And it's just, it was too pretty. And so I bought it and I am now hiding it from my mom because she gets mad at me every time I bring a new cup home because I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm a big beverage person. I'm, you are. I'm like when we go places and we like stop for snacks, mm-hmm. I will get a bag of chips and six different beverages. Like honestly, it's weird to see you with one beverage right now. I like oh wait, well you have two I water have, bottles over there, but I have I'm I'm a I'm a beverage fiend. Beverage fiend. Beverage fiend. Because of my love of beverages and my um quirkiness. Oh, you're of, so quirky. Of wanting to drink out of like unique cups and stuff sure. i have a growing collection and my mom is sick of housing it so i'm hiding this from her because she'll be mad at me for getting another uh like thermos you're gonna have so. to get another bookshelf in your room specifically for my room is so small you just you gotta make more room man you gotta you gotta collect the cups <laughs> i'll just knock down a wall okay sorry sorry for the segue not segue i wasn't a segue what unless you're talking about it's not a segue what is today? it what is it tangent we're, we're gonna do a little manky zone it's not it's not the best <gasps> I'll be honest. I, I didn't write the best Manky Zone this time. But Manky Zone. <laughs> if if Aaron Manky ever comes after us. <gasps> no. I understand. It's Aaron okay. Manky, I love you. I'm sorry. We're trying to support your <laughs> podcast in the weirdest way possible, but we're doing it. <laughs> All right. People are strange and unique. There are those who create and those who destroy and those who analyze and those who just exist. You may have heard someone saying their child has an old soul, or that it's like they're from a whole other world. And sure, many people say this about their children. It's natural to believe that your child is special. But crystal, indigo, rainbow, and starseed children are a certain kind of special, displaying characteristics that push the boundaries of what is assumed to be our reality. What? So a little bit of background, and then we'll get into what this really is. Okay. In the 1970s. San Diego parapsychologist Nancy Ann Tapp noticed the emergence of children with a vibrational color that she had never seen before, one that she then coincided with a brand new consciousness. Okay. So wait, this this person sees like vibes? Uh, like auras. Oh, that's sorry. That's what I meant. Yes, yes, yes. Later, the husband and wife team of Lee Carroll and Jan Tober in their 1999 book, The Indigo Children, further popularized the phenomenon. 
uh, Lee Carroll reportedly had conversations with a spiritual entity named Cryon. Cryon? Believed to be angelic in nature. Uh, with which they discussed and confirmed the concept of indigo children. Indigo. So, so indigo, I'm assuming, is the aura that this woman sees in these children that yes. she's never seen before. Okay. Yes. Okay, that's what I thought. I just wanted to make sure that I'm keeping yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I'll repeat this, but basically the adjectives describe the color of the aura. Okay. Uh, one of the book's six chapters focuses on the supposed spiritual aspects of claimed indigos and includes information on the New Age metaphysical or pseudoscientific. Some individuals believe that the arrival of these indigo children is completely a spiritual phenomenon, while some believe that indigo children are supposedly the beginning of a new human hybrid, possibly even oh. alien in some aspects. Aliens are indigo? Aliens have indigo vibes, I guess. Auras? How do but how would she know? Basically, just like these kids are so otherworldly that there must be something else sort of thing but not like radioactive like like marvel universe type thing not marvel dc which 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 universe is jessica jones in is jessica jones an alien no but they have but like um a lot of the people who have powers in that specific universe like came from some sort of radioactive source so i'm like that's mutant you're thinking of mutants you're not thinking of aliens Yes, that's yeah. Sorry, that's what I meant. I didn't say mutant, but I'm like, are you are we sure it's alien and not mutants? Question mark. I I don't I don't know. I don't I don't I don't I don't I don't know. I don't. Oh god, she's short circuiting. I, I, I don't. What I don't I don't know. Pretend I didn't say anything. Pretend, <laughs> no, just keep just keep talking. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to short circuit your brain. I don't know. I just don't know. <laughs> David Tennant was great in Jessica Jones, by the way. Anyway, spiritual author. <laughs> Doreen Virtue has also written books on this topic. Oh, I know that name. Um, and another group of children called Crystal Children. Crystal Children. Yes. So what are these children? Yeah, I've been waiting. Some parapsychologists are in the camp of these being literal alien or metaphysical children. Interesting. However, I must say myself that as we go through the traits of each kind of star child, uh, it may seem a lot like the results you might get from a personality quiz. Okay. It's basically just like... A list of characteristics. Everyone has at least some of these traits. It's simply a result of being human. Is like you you will have some of these traits. Oh, of course. However, you can be considered a star seed if you have most or all of these traits. So so far we have indigo children, crystal children, star children, and star seed. Are they all the same? So thing? star and star seed basically categorize all of these children. Okay. Indigo, crystal, and rainbow describe the different quote generations okay. of star children okay i think i'm more on board now okay so the star seed children are referred to as indigo crystal and rainbow huh. and these adjectives are describing the color of their aura so an aura or a human energy field is a colored emanation said to enclose a human body or any animal or object basically if a person's vibe were a color mm -hmm. the children have indigo rainbow and crystal which is described as an octarine color so octarine also known as the color of magic or the king color king i color. i i don't know if it's a real color but octarine basically describes this and it's the eighth color in the disc world spectrum i've talked about disc world before um so it, it's generally described as a fluorescent greenish yellow purple 
Let me show you a picture of what octarine is. I don't know why, but I'm thinking of like an oil spill, even though that's not Here's the thing correct. is that mu- that's kind of a little bit. Really? So I'm going to show you like a color splotch and then also like some putty that is sort of the, the right color. Putty? Yeah. You're going to show me some Nick slime? Okay. Okay. So It's oct- really pretty. Octarine is like blurpleberry almost sure. <laughs> like what i would have described as blurple like as a child i kind of like that so that's what um octarine and i'll post to those pictures by the way but that's what octarine is like believed to look like it is however invisible to the human eye but i could the see actual it on your color screen. oh so that's what they think it looks so like? that's that's what it like i don't know i guess like the actual aura just like gives off that sort of vibe but it's not literally that color Man, I'd love to see Aura so I could understand this better. Right? <laughs> so star children are gifted human beings with unique abilities, and their mission on Earth sets them apart from the rest. A star child's role is to actively take part in the transitioning of the world into a new existence. Interesting. They are change makers on the forefront. The star child paves ways for humankind to thrive. I'm really hoping that you have a list of star children that have changed the world for me. I don't. I have a list of <gasps> traits, though. Okay, I guess that's close Um, enough. (laughs) They assist in raising human frequency, which is apparently pivotal to the development of humanity. Oh, so, I mean, you're going to laugh at me, but my first thought when you said that was vegans. Can I tell you why? (laughs) I was listening to a podcast the other day, and I don't remember the name of the podcast because it was just one episode, but the guest on the episode was talking about how, like, having higher frequencies in your body is better for you, which is why, like, it's a good idea to not eat meat, quote unquote, because meat has a lower frequency, but vegetables and fruits have higher frequencies. Okay. So that was why that was my first thought. Have you never heard that before? No. Because I've heard that before I heard <laughs> it, that podcast. Like, it, you saying meat has a lower frequency makes sense to me, but I am also the type of person that would describe a flavor as, like, shallow. Or deep, or I, uh, yeah, sharp. I can, a sharp flavor. You know, totally. Um, so like I get it, but I don't know if <laughs> being a vegan makes you a starseed child. That's not in any of the list of characteristics <laughs> that I have. What do you mean it's not? Well, a love of nature is one. So like maybe. Okay, that makes a little. That kind of lines up a little bit. <laughs> so. <laughs> geez, arguably, everyone has met a child who they thought was wise beyond their years. However, the star child exhibits certain features that differentiate them from those other kids. So we're going to start with indigo children. Okay. Indigo children all share traits that include a strong calling to make the world a better place, as well as an innate knowledge of better ways to do things. Ooh. Innovators. Right? They are the first wave of starseed children, and they first dawned in the 1970s. Basically, they were first, like, discovered in the 1970s. And the term indigo refers to their auric field. They have an indigo-colored aura. Indigo star children, this part is... I'm, I'm going to comment on it later. Okay. But I will say right now, this is not like the literal humans born within these years are these kids. It's more so this star child originated in this time span. Okay. So indigo star children were born from 1970 to 1992. That does not literally mean that if you were born between 1970 and 1992, you can't be another kind of star child or you are definitely an indigo child. All that means is that that's like basically the the span of time where indigo children were being born were happening. 
We just missed the cutoff. Not necessarily. So, <laughs> according to Carol and Tober, the indigo child displays a new and unusual set of psychological attributes, revealing a pattern of behavior generally undocumented before. Now, they they assert that these children are often misdiagnosed with atten- with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. However, I have a quick side note here. Oh my gosh. I have like a it's th- this is important. None of this is based in science. Oh, it's parapsychology. So and like <laughs> while it is interesting and fine to like think about this, even believe it, whatever, the function of a child is infinitely more important. I say this now because some supporters of this phenomenon advise against medicating children with ADHD with the belief that it could stifle their star child gifts. I want to take the time now to say that executive dysfunction is sometimes extremely difficult to live with. And if medication can help to alleviate that that dysfunction, please do not write it off. I say this as someone who has been really struggling the past couple of weeks with my own executive dysfunction. And if I had access to medication or a diagnosis of ADHD, I would gladly accept it. Right. So this is where I'm like... That's kind of fucked of these of these parapsychologists to, to like, say like don't no. don't medicate these kids because they're they're special they're aliens whatever yeah let them suffer because they're gonna change the yeah, world no, I, absolutely I, I don't that, know if I agree with that that's either. where I'm like absolutely not but back back to indigo children Maureen Healy a speaker and leader in the field of children's emotional health working with highly sensitive children wrote that indigos are intuitive strong willed and very sensitive. They have always felt different and as though they are here for a reason, although they might not know what that reason is. So here are some bullet points and we can expand on these if we'd like. The star child from the indigo generation shows the following characteristics. A higher sense of self-worth. These star children are born knowing that they are unique, making them confident. Insightful. Indigo children see the world differently and offer better ideas and new methods, especially better ideas for existing methods. Uh, They possess innate knowledge to do things better. They are change makers. High expectations on self and others. They're hard on themselves, which poses a challenge in their relationships and interaction with others. While being hard on themselves, they also possess a feeling of natural superiority. Uh, They came to challenge the world. They have high sensitivity and psychic capacity. Indigos have a strong sense of knowing about people and their situations. They are often empaths. They have an innate love for nature, plants, and animals. They are resistant to authority, free thinkers, and have a hard time putting up with rules and authority. You're looking at me like you know that I'm describing you. No, I'm describing- No, 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 you're describing yourself! (laughs) Oh, am I? Yeah! Bro, this is you, like, 100% almost, like- You know what? (laughs) Wait, you were thinking of me? Oh my god, that's so sweet! Actually, actually, here's the thing, you might be the next group, but anyway. You're um, an indigo baby, 100%. I think I am. Uh, Desire a more fair- I think I am, I think I'm great. (laughs) Desire a more fair and just world. They stand up against compromised integrity. They feel as though they are old souls, like they've lived a handful of lifetimes and they have wisdom unlike others of their age. And strong-willed, they do everything to achieve set goals. I regret saying this was you because you're right, it is me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back to the part where superiority complex was kind of I do not have a superiority <laughs> complex. I have an inner one, but I don't express it. Uh, to everyone. Let's talk about crystal children. <laughs> <laughs> crystal kids. Guys, she has a superiority Shut complex. Shut the fuck up. I know this. I've known Shut her a very your long time. Shut entire mouth. That whole thing. <laughs> that, Shut it. Oh, this big hole in the center that of my big face? Ho- that big mouth hole? Shut it. <laughs> but i'm a mouth breather i, I got <laughs> so let's talk about crystal kids crystal kids are gentle loving and forgiving known to follow their hearts 
They're the second wave of generation after indigo babies. Although the first crystal baby can be traced to the late 80s, a major wave of crystal kids was born in the 90s to early 2000s. They possess an octarine-like aura, which we talked about, and the human eye cannot see it, and so their aura is referred to as crystal. Like crystal clear. Like refracting kind of thing, I guess? Sort of, yeah. They are highly sensitive as a result of their global consciousness. Uh, They are very linked to the world and are considered pure spirits. The main purpose of Crystal Kids is to make the Earth a better place by leading humanity to love and peace. And they are tasked to teach the world unity as they live by the law. Very opposite of Indigo Kids. Indigo Kids don't respect authority. Crystal Kids use authority, like respect authority and move through that to unite. Cool. I guess. So here are the bullet points for Crystal Kids. Crystal children are forgiving. They have a calming aura with a penetrating gaze. They are caring, fun-loving, and love to hug. They live in the present and are affected by neither the past nor the future. They are connected to humankind. Uh, They display magical abilities, and as a result, they make it possible to work on energy in new ways. Intuitive and empathetic, they relate with others very well, and from time to time, they can tell what others are feeling and thinking. They are also late developers. Crystal children tend to speak later than their appropriate age, and as a result, they sometimes develop telepathy. And high sensitivity. Crystal children are sensitive to sound, colors, the environment, and others' emotions. They often suffer from allergies as a result of their sensitivity. They are affected by adverse events on an individual level and other world occurrences. So, like, when things are going on in the world, they get heavily affected themselves. And they are also autodidacts, which means that they prefer to teach and equip themselves with skills, and thus they are multi-talented. Cool. To a trained psychologist, a great number of these qualities refer to introverted individuals. But those who hold tight to the concept of crystal children feel that there is also a tendency for these kids to want to uplift humanity and the natural world as a whole. Their whole lives purpose is devoted to a greater universal cause. That right there is an overarching theme in all of these kids. They exist to progress humanity. Yeah, you. I remember you saying that. That's yeah. really interesting. So that's so, why I wanted a list. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So that's that's. I can maybe look up and see if there's a list of people that we think might be star children. But well, when you started talking about um crystal children, crystal babies, crystal children, uh, the first person I thought of was Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yeah. Like the whole like moving through authority to make stuff happen. But she was definitely born before the eighties, so like. Well, it, that's that doesn't that doesn't mean I that guess that doesn't mean anything. I wonder, like that doesn't mean anything. Basically, like she could exist, she could be born before the eighties and be a star child, be a crystal kid. Mm-hmm. Saying that crystal kids are from the eighties just means that like rose in popularity, became known, right, and started to be acknowledged. Yes. Okay. Um, though I'm starting to, I'm wondering, like, the progression of generations in general doesn't just, like, have a an influx of certain types of auras to continue, pr- like, progressing that generation mm-hmm. and, like, that, that time period, I guess. Because, like, maybe, like, who knows, like, way, way, way back in, like, the 1400s, like, maybe there was a shit ton of crystal kids there. Maybe there was a bunch of crystal and indigo kids in the Renaissance, but, mm-hmm. like, there was no label for them. It was just, like, a very progressive time period. Yeah. And I feel like that's happening right now. Like, I feel like this is a very progressive time period. Yeah. So it would make sense to yeah, me. 
Nikki Patillo, a former clinical microbiologist and molecular biologist who now works with psychic children, noted that the main purpose of crystal children is to take us to the next level of our evolution and reveal to us our inner and higher power. This part's interesting. They function as a group consciousness rather than as individuals. And they live by the law of one or global oneness. There are also advocates for love and peace on this planet and are mostly born into the gold ray of incarnation and evolution, which means what? that they have access to gifts of clairvoyance and healing. Oh. I find it very interesting that like global oneness and like, I don't want to say hive mind because that, that insinuates something else. Yeah. That entirely. Something bad usually. But they, they function as a group consciousness rather than as individuals is what that says. So to me, that means like, like psychic teamwork. Almost. To me, it's more so like their their beliefs are very congruent with other crystal kids' beliefs. So like a, if a group of crystal kids got together, they'd all be vibing hardcore. Yeah. Like I feel like okay. their auras sort of like reach out to each other. And they they are sort of, mm. they are, they are one. They're magnetic. They're still their own people. Everyone is still their own person. But I think that what this means is more so, like, with the intention to make the world a better place Mm -hmm. and the, like, the loving and caring. It gives me very stereotypical, like, uh, flower child. Like, like 70s hippies. Oh, my God. That's exactly what I thought about when you first started talking about this. Yeah. So, like, (laughs) obviously not to that degree. But the whole, like, peace and love and unity, like... Mm -hmm unity it's so weird that like this is what we're talking about because for some do you ever get like a phrase or a word stuck in your head yes i do the All phrase the flower power has been stuck in my that's head for a couple hours that's really actually <laughs> the grossest thing you've ever said to me what <laughs> i don't know it just was that's like really it's weird, weird that you're saying this that's now really weird <laughs> let's talk about rainbow children more flower power they're the last wave of the starseed child they are also the rarest type of star children, and therefore their abilities and characteristics are not widely known. Rainbow babies are also special because they are the highest example of true potential. They've got all the colors. They are the last star children. Um, and this wave of rainbow children sprung up in the 2000s. They are born with a bundle of positive emotions and have no karma. No karma? Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll talk about that in a minute when I sort of repeat it in the list. Okay. Um, Unlike the others who possess an old soul, rainbow children have not lived on Earth before. Their purpose is also to raise human vibration and frequency, and they came to heal and realign humankind. Like the chakras! Yes, so as opposed to progressing like like indigos and crystals do. So like indigos progressing more in a, a developmental way. Okay. And crystals a more like uniting. Yeah, universal way. Rainbow children are sort of trying to, like, just heal and align. The individual person or humanity? Humanity. Okay. So, like, the other two pushing forward in different ways. Rainbow, yes, we're pushing forward, but we are also finding, like, peace within that. Sure, going within instead of out. Yeah. Uh, They possess a rare quality of quickly recovering from negative emotions, and they're not affected by much. Huh. So here are the bullet points. Give me them bullets. They reveal the truth. They are not affected by negative emotions, hence they are easily forgiving. Clean slate. They have no earthly karma. Yeah, so you're going to explain this, right? The, um, I, part of me wants to equate it to, like, original sin, but that's very Catholic. But basically, like, karma, you know what karma is. What goes around comes well, co- around. Yeah, yeah. Earthly karma, like, basically, I, 
I feel like, I don't know this for sure, but I'm I'm insinuating that earthly karma that you are born into is like earlier generations ruin the planet. Earlier generations make our generation the poorest ever. Like huh. that kind of Ain't stuff. That, that karma, like we are then inheriting the karma of our ancestors. But the whereas, kids in the 2000s. Whereas rainbow children specifically, it's not mm. every it's not every kid. Right, born right, in the right, 2000s. right, right. Sorry, the rainbow um, kids. It's not the entirety of Generation Z. It is more so just rainbow kids specifically don't have that karma. They're starting anew. They're starting fresh. That's and like also, the, and, and if also part of they they've never been on the earth before. Right. Yeah. And they're, it was the turn are, of the century. Yeah. They're like the babies. Right. Yeah. That's actually yeah because they don't they don't possess the old soul quality. They don't possess the I've lived here like I, many lives. I'm not saying reincarnation, but like sort of. It's it's just like sure. I feel like like I feel like I'm wise beyond my years, sort of thing. Whereas. Yeah. They're not, like, born into that karma, I feel like. Yeah. They're, I think starting anew, starting fresh. Yeah. And they, yeah. it's their first life. So, of, of course, they don't have, like, old shit that they need to deal with. Right. Which is interesting lives. for me to think about because, like, Danny, my youngest brother, was born in the 2000s. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like he's an old soul. So, like, obviously, I guess oh, yeah. with that, we would just say he's not a rainbow kid, which is fine. But, like... He could be. But he could be. But, like, I've always felt like he's an old soul. Well, then he could be an indigo or crystal child. Or maybe he's none. Maybe he's his own. Maybe he's just a kid. If I saw auras, I'd be able to tell you. (laughs) I'll work on it. (laughs) So having no earthly karma karma makes them more focused on bringing happiness, harmony, and defying odds. Um, They have a deep connection. They are kind and loving. Full of empathy, they seek to help others. They are well attached to their mission. Strong-willed, these star children are fearless and are not easily distracted from their mission on Earth. And energy. They have constant high energy and therefore do not require much sleep. Oh. So that's Rainbow that'd, that'd Children. Be nice. There's there's not a lot on Rainbow Children because they're new. So here are some overarching traits of star seeds of all of these kids. Okay. These aliens. Difficulty fitting in, okay. not being able to relate to people, an innate loneliness and a desire to return home even if they are home. Uh, shy and introverted as a child. They are creative and enjoy spending their time playing make-believe rather than playing with other children. Highly intelligent and inquisitive. Fascination with learning, but if they feel the information is mundane, they will tune it out. Often diagnosed with ADHD or even bipolar disorder due to the dramatic mood swings because of their sensitivity to the world around them. Note, I said diagnosed. Right. Not misdiagnosed like those parapsychologists earlier. I, I don't fucks with that. Diagnosed. <laughs> um... Often had imaginary friends and created a fantasy world to explore their own minds. Around the ages of 5 to 11, they may or may not have experienced a paranormal experience with shadow figures or ghosts. Your eyes got wide because you're thinking of your brother again. (laughs) Uh, They feel more comfortable communicating and being around animals and nature. And due to their sensitive nature, they often choose careers that involve healing in in one way or another, not sure. necessarily medical field or like... Right. Whatever. Like singing can be a very yeah, healing yeah, thing as well. Um, having difficulty deciding what to do with their life as nothing on this on this planet makes sense to them. <laughs> Earth is just not... <laughs> it just I don't doesn't dig it. track. You know? I want to go home. Here's something that I observed and then I like looked into it and some psychologists have also observed this. They've noted that many of these traits are also possessed by children who appear on the autism spectrum. This is not to say that all children with autism are star children, Mm -hmm. nor does it imply that possessing these traits means you are on the spectrum. It is simply a list of traits. I mean, yeah, like an autistic person is still just like a person, you know, so 
It doesn't have to be so fine-tuned. Yeah. Some some psychologists, I found a couple of websites that like are not saying like, if you're on the spectrum, you are a star child. They're not Mm -hmm. saying that, but they're basically like behaving as though, I don't want to say special because that's that's historically been used shittily regarding the spectrum and regarding mental health. It's historically not great, but star children being unique and and quote unquote special, special, some psychiatrists and psychologists have used that in the treatment and like care of children with autism and children on the spectrum. Okay. So I don't want to read into that further. Sure. Because I'm not qualified to <laughs> in any way. And we don't want to, I mean, we don't want to like push any kind of bad stigma on that because we're totally against it. Yeah. It's just, it just interested me because as I was reading through it, I was like, okay, yeah, these traits also pertain to some children on the spectrum but anyway again just just children like yeah, spectrum just, or not it's they're just still kids traits. it's literally it's just characteristics that anyone can possess totally now there are also some physical traits possessed by star children what um yeah i this like their hair is blue no i'm kidding that'd be hilarious <laughs> um so this is interesting and also makes me be like shit maybe i am one um <laughs> dude you are here's the list. i've already decided here's the list <laughs> A strange tendency to bruise easily. You. <laughs> Strong bodies that heal easily after an injury. Uh, sensitivity to extremes of hot or cold temperatures. You. Uh, many have very acute hearing and are very sensitive to sound. You. Eccentric or intense eyes. Any color hair with a reddish tint. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> have an extreme sensitivity to medicine, alcohol, or drugs. With Is this a your autobiography or something? <laughs> uh, the more awakened the starseed becomes, the less likely they will become dependent. What um, do you mean by that? I think you might have missed the beginning of the sentence. They have an extreme sensitivity to medicine, alcohol, and drugs with a high risk of dependency. I see. Yes, I think I you missed miss that. that. Um, the more awakened the starseed becomes, basically, the more they're like, I am I am a starseed. <laughs> I don't need the alcohol. The less dependent, yeah. <laughs> they are more night-oriented, often staying up late and sleeping in. You. They feel a sense of peace when night falls. <laughs> you. <laughs> now, I've, I've already talked about this. I've said it a lot because you kept bringing up the years, but I wrote this, so I'm going to read it. (laughs) Now, I'm sure you've noticed. (laughs) (laughs) What? No. Each of these types of starseeds have had dates attached, certain decades in which they were, quote, born. Sure. However, there are no actual times for star children to be born. They are born when the world needs to evolve. And so... It is possible to be one no matter when you were born. So. So my little Indigo What would baby. you do if you noticed someone being bullied? What? What would you do if you noticed someone being bullied? Would you wait until the situation calms down and investigate further? Would you go to the bullied person and comfort them? Would you verbally confront the bully in the moment? Or would you turn away? Because it's none of your damn business. I mean, of course I'd like to say I confront the bully. Or really? at least I would try to do something to stop what's happening. Okay. Am I taking a quiz? When shopping for clothes, <laughs> you only look at natural fibers and soft textures. You buy whatever you like in the moment. You look at the labels to see where the clothes were made or all of the above. I'm going to go with whatever I'm feeling in the moment. Okay. I can't believe you're making me take a quiz right now. You're asked the question, do you know what you want to do with your life? What are you thinking? Ugh. Of course I do. I know in my heart I'm meant to do great things. I'm not sure, but I know my future will be spent being kind and helpful to others. How can I know? Does anyone... I'll be of service to others whenever asked or needed. Where's the one that says, I want to roll over now? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's how can I know. I, I, 
but what was the second one again i think i'm was... not sure but i know my future will be spent being kind and helpful to others that's the only goal i've ever had okay <laughs> so someone has just obviously and clearly lied to your face uh. you tell them an even bigger lie you are shocked however you think there might be a good reason for it and offer compassion you understand they might have their reasons, but will be really careful before trusting this person again. Or you know you'll have nothing to do with this person ever again. The third one. You've been asked to go skydiving. Hell yeah! You think about the time that it will take away from your current projects. No, I think about when we're going to board you the plane. You wonder why anyone would willingly jump out of a perfectly good airplane. When are You've we leaving? You've been dreaming of something this exciting. Let's go. Let's fucking go! <laughs> or you think about how beautiful, but also potentially dangerous, the descent will be and weigh the pros and cons. No, you're down. <laughs> I'm down. We know you're down. So 40%. Wait, we're done? Yes, you are a rainbow child. Shut the fuck up! 40%! So, here's, here's the descriptor. Rainbows are the embodiment of our divinity and examples of our potential. They are absolutely fearless of everyone and everything and are usually at their spiritual peaks. Rainbow people are all about service to others and are only here to give. While highly sensitive, they are able to recover easily from negative emotions as their vibrations operate very effectively and lend them emotional mastery. Now, are you ready to be surprised? Yes. Based off of this quiz specifically. Okay. There are multiple quizzes. Oh, I'm sure. Based off of this one. It's BuzzFeed. For 60%, I'm a crystal child. Really? Crystals no are optimistic natural healers and peacemakers who always think of the big picture. They're always eager to share wisdom or knowledge, but always with humility. Due to having very little, if any, ego, crystals display an innocence and purity that is easily recognizable as crystal energy. I don't know how I got that result because that doesn't describe me at all. I don't think it describes me I am 1,000% indigo. I'd have to agree. Like 3,000% indigo. <laughs> um, what is this quiz? So our listeners can take so it. So this is like on allthetests.com and it is the am I an indigo crystal or rainbow personality? I think I'm going to put the link in the bio. Because yeah. why not? Quizzes There's are also fun. a very extensive one that I found. It's a 55 question <gasps> questionnaire. Ooh. And it it's it's on a, a website that like deals with like extraterrestrial healing and communication. So it's Ooh. like very like aliens in depth. It's a lot. So 55 we, questions we can link that one as well. Yeah, we'll link that um, one as well. Yeah, I'm not a crystal kid. I don't know why the test told me that. So maybe don't trust that test. <laughs> but I mean, it told me I was a rainbow kid. So now I'm inclined. <laughs> to believe it well 40 percent. that's not even half but however you are kind of old soul i feel like i also feel like i'm old soul you might be like a like a crystal rainbow hybrid anyway thanks for listening to wander binge stop it (laughs) (laughs) anyway thanks guys for tuning in we already did all the plugs didn't we yeah, but I did them for the wrong podcast. So we are Wonder Binge. With an O. Wonder Binge Pod <laughs> on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. I'm still not doing anything on Twitter. I fucking suck. You can email us with topic suggestions, feedback, screenshots of your ratings to get a sticker at wonderbingepod at gmail.com. It helps us grow as a podcast. It helps us feel good about what we're doing, to be completely honest. It gives us validation. Yeah, exactly. I have my own little announcement that you know about. I wanted to release a birthday blooper reel, totally forgetting that our birthday was even coming up, (laughs) you know, like, what, a month ago now? More than a month ago now? Um, So I'll just do it late this time because I fucking suck. Why don't we do it on your birthday? That's too far. True. I'd rather release it soon. But yeah, so maybe in your uh, in your in your feed next Monday you'll have a, a <gasps> cute little episode from us. Oh my goodness. Keep an eye out. Thanks for listening guys. Tune in next week actually. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. I don't like that. Ooh. Ooh. That stresses me out just hearing you say that <laughs> meaning it. I mean it. And meaning it. And it not being an accident. Yeah. I mean it. Goodbye. 
Hey, I love you. I love you too, little indigo baby. And like, even though I know I probably don't have one, I really want to. I'm sure you have an aura. Oh, I have an aura. Everyone has an aura, but yeah. I don't think I have a special Starkid aura. Starkid. <laughs> <laughs> you don't. You don't feel like any of them like described you. I think it's kind of like a horoscope. Like you, you make it pertain to you yeah. because you want it to. It. Well, like I said, it's like a, it's like a personality test. It's just like. But it's almost meaningless in a way. Like almost, yeah. The the part that I got caught up on was like the whole like change the world thing, and I'm like, I ain't doing shit to change the world. So like, it, I must not have that aura. <laughs> it's. I feel like it's not. It doesn't have to be like big picture change the world. Maybe not. It doesn't have to be changing the world. It could be changing a world or a person's perception of the world or anything like that. It's just invoking meaningful change. Yeah. Which I think you're doing. Maybe. The indigo one. I think it was indigo. Where it's like, they always felt like they were there for a reason. Mm-hmm. Have you ever felt like that? Like you're here for a reason? Um, I have felt the necessity to feel that. I've, I've had the existential crisis of why, like, why the hell? Why? You know? Right. Must be a reason. I've never felt like there is a reason, but I've felt like there must be, because why, why else? I don't think anyone exists for no purpose. I don't think that either. Even if it's small scale. I think most people that don't know their reason are someone else's. Like, like, if you're sitting there thinking, I don't think I have a purpose. I don't think there's a reason I'm here. From my perspective, I need you. I need you. You may not know it. You're here for me, in part. Everyone exists for someone else, or like, even if it's not like a big reason, you exist for someone or something. If ever I doubt my existence, I look at Charlie. I'm keeping her alive. My purpose right now, if I can't think of anything else, my purpose right now is keeping her alive and healthy to the fullest extent that I can. Poetic. 